As we are aware, grief comes in many forms. Today's podcast features Orla Collins, a busy mother of seven children, whose story demonstrates the true meaning of resilience. Orla openly and honestly describes how she lost herself in an abusive relationship, only to find happiness and inner strength enabling her to pursue a lifelong dream of becoming a staff nurse. Orla, welcome to Memory of Me podcast. <laughs> you are here now, finally. Thank you. Um, I wasn't that long ago, actually, I reached out to you. I think it was only about a week ago. Um, but a friend of mine's reached out to you as well. And you've a powerful story to tell. And we're going to chat about it now. So this episode's going to be a wee bit different today. Grief comes in many different forms. Mm-hmm. And yours is was um, like a love and grief. Mm. So it was um it's about a loss um so it is so this is what we're going to speak about today um so i have orla collins here all of my day and orla is uh an advocate for women who have suffered domestic violence and abuse with her own past experiences so orla before we get <laughs> chatting give us a little background of who you are who orla is and tell everybody who you are well, my name's Orla Collins, and I am originally from Gaelia, yeah. proud Gaelia woman. Uh-huh. Um, I come from a family of four. I've all brothers, I've no sisters. Uh-huh. Always wanted a sister, never got it. Uh-huh. Um, Three protective brothers instead. <laughs> I, I know, well, I'm the older one, so uh-huh. I would be the protective one. Uh-huh. Um, I have, my parents are both still here, mm-hmm. my mom and daddy. Um, I have seven children. Or I, I know, <laughs> I know. It's, I'm bringing the big families back, as this is to everybody. Uh, but um, sure, why not? How the house has to be bedlam and crazy. Do you know what? Our house is nuts. You know, uh, I wouldn't change it, Brona. No, no. People always say to me every day, "How do you do it? How do you do it?" Some uh, days I don't know how to do it. I, uh, I'd be like, I don't know. No. I genuinely don't even know what they say to them. I'm just getting them from morning to night. Aye, hundred percent. I just I, so, <laughs> some days I'm like, some nights I'm lying in bed and I'm like. I'm exhausted. No. I don't know how I got through that day, uh, do you know what I mean? But But the uh, love's all through the house all the time. Like that's amazing. Like it's, it's, it's mental. Brilliant. It's mental. Uh, it's, it's crazy. Ca- my neighbours must think I'm an antiquary. <laughs> I swear to God. See if you could hear me in the mornings <laughs> screaming and shouting. It's always uh, around the morning times, evening times. Yeah. Um, um it's our house is nuts. Crazy. Especially dinner time, uh, do you know what I mean? But I um I've just qualified as a nurse. Uh-huh. I qualified as a nurse um while I was pregnant when we last um wee baby um uh, she's five months now uh that was tough uh that was so extremely you, tough you went back in later years then went back in later years and i always wanted to be a nurse uh, i don't care since i was 16 yeah um and i used to work in nursing homes and then i worked for the trust out in the community and i loved it uh, i knew it was for me yeah you know it's not for everybody but no. I, I really really loved it always had a lot of time for the elderly uh, um and then nursing was just sort of the next path to go down because it was just do you know because I was doing the caring yeah but I went to do it whenever our Neve our Neve she's turning 18 now yep so I was so it was eight, nearly 18 years ago went to do it and I gave up on the last year you know the last the last time of her and I was pregnant mm-hmm. I found out I was pregnant so I didn't I didn't finish it no and it's one of my biggest regrets because I keep thinking to myself god I've been nurse 18 years but uh, it obviously wasn't meant no, to be no it wasn't meant to be you're no. meant to have your children and, and everything I, else went on in life I. I, and you know when time passed but 
the, I think the timing's always right whenever it's aye. meant to be, isn't it? Like, 100%, you know I mean? aye, definitely. But, um, aye, and so now I'm married, I have my husband, and yep. aye, everything's going great at the aye. moment. Aye. Stressful, but it's going good. Aye, that's, <laughs> that's brilliant, brilliant, like. <laughs> so whatever you're comfortable in sharing, just about um, a, a past relationship that you were on, that you, sub, you were subjected to um, domestic violence and abuse. Um, aye, so I, I come from... It's, it's well hard to say sometimes it's hard to explain it but I was really I'm such a vulnerable woman yes I would have been a vulnerable child from growing up because for starters my daddy was never there okay not he wasn't like wasn't there or has he was my daddy my daddy was in jail he served time for numerous years and so I think what's where my vulnerability started coming from yeah I always crave, like, I think for wee years, you crave that male attention. Yeah. And because he was, it wasn't there for so long, like, I, I do remember have vision in this perfect daddy and this perfect man and all the rest. And that's what you vision in your head as a, as a wee young girl, you yeah. know what I mean? But whenever my daddy was in jail, unfortunately, like, we had the babysitters came into the house and, um, and they done things to me that no child should ever have to go through. Right, okay. And that's where it all started for me back then, way abuse. Yes. Um, one of them was being a family member. So, and for years I had to keep that bottled up. Yeah. And I never told anybody. I never even, to- they never ever came out and told my dad I came out of jail. Yeah. And this happened for me since I was, I would say, I first told somebody when I was nine. Yeah. And it wasn't, it wasn't dealt with. And it should have been dealt with. Yeah. So I kept it a secret because I had told when I was nine and it didn't, it wasn't, no. Taken seriously sort yeah. of thing. So because it wasn't taken serious back then, I never, I never bothered saying it again. And so I had to keep loving this this ordeal over yes. and over again. And I loved it for years until my daddy came out of jail. And eventually it all came out and, and ever, 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 you can imagine stuff had happened. Yeah. Like, but that, that's a different story. But but that's where I would say Your my vulnerability came towards men. Yeah. So you don't you don't know, you just think that you're you're worth nothing. You know what I mean? You just yeah. don't, you just, it's, it's, it's so hard to explain it, but you just accept what they do to you. It was like a loss in itself, really. Aye, you, you know? sort of think, you know, you know, and so I went on then, anyway, and I had a relationship um, for eight years, okay. and I had my first two children, and I was going by um, their daddy from I was, um, I think we were 14 or 15, and we just fell out of love. Yeah. And we broke up, and so I had two children from a relationship, and I went on. I never knew how to be single because it was in such a young relationship, yeah. you know, from when I was young. Yeah. And um, so I went on. And I was single for about a year. And then I met um, my ex-husband. And um, and he was, at the start, pure charming. Yeah. You know, Everyone he was, was pure charming and, you know, gift of the gab. And sure, yeah. whenever you have children, you sort of out yourself already about, you know, what, yes. what, you're, what you're allowed to have sort yes. of thing. Because... Yeah. You don't know, you don't think anybody's going to want the baby because you've got children mm-hmm. and it's such a w- awful way to love and I, you want women to come away from that sort of thing because that's the way you be thinking constantly, going right, oh my God, yeah. somebody's taking me on with children, this is great. Yeah. He's accepting me because I have wings and everything yeah. else and, you know, so anyway, he would spoil me rotten, do you know what I mean? But 
from right from the early start of our relationship there was loads of signs there and only for the fact that I'm out of it now that I know the signs I could spot these men a mile off do you know yes, what I mean yeah. but back then I wouldn't even no, I wouldn't have had a clue no, do you no, know what I mean no. you know it would have that been, was because you, you being so vulnerable too as well aye, in your younger years and then you know aye, it just became the norm yes, it was normal aye, yeah. uh, you know the way he would speak to me aye, you felt like you know, that was the only way that you could aye, be treated and then the next minute it's apologies and it's sorry and this and that and all the rest of it and you know as I said all the signs were there right from the start and it was start off by it was more like they started off with the emotional abuse first and then it was the the physical started happening later on down the line and he would do wee things where it was start off with a tv remote you know mm-hmm. we'd throw it at my head and stuff I got there and you know, he would kick me in the shins. It would just be wee tiny things, things again. It would always yeah. places where it was covered up and you could never sort of show it. Mm-hmm. Then I got the stage in wherever it was we were going out and um like and I because I grew up in a family of boys. Yes. I had a lot of friends as boys. Yeah. Because we because my brothers would have had a lot of friends as well. Yeah. And I would have known a lot of boys back in from Gaelic growing up and I would have been very friendly with them and all. And I got the stage in where I started holding back and wasn't talking to anybody anymore. But save like we were out in the town. He would do me things like say, say I was like, um, somebody came over and says, okay, oh, sort of what's the crack, yeah. you know, he'd be in the background and he'd be nipping my arm, like okay. squeezing it and squeezing it. Nobody uh, would even know that he's doing this no, to me. No. And he would nip it so hard that I'd be covered in bruises. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So it was just gradually, you know, starting off like that there and then it started coming under the phone and he would go through my phone constantly and he would make sure that the names was on my phone was that that was the legitimate people. people so he'd ring yeah. he'd ring my friends to make sure it actually was Emmons and I wasn't lying you know they to make sure that I wasn't cheating on him and did your friends at that time did they have did, was there any alarm bells with your friends they think do nobody, you know this is you know order's not safe here nobody had a clue no not one person ever ever knew that he was even speaking that way he was speaking to me okay. or even doing what he was doing to me I painted a good picture yes. I was very good at hiding it and you become very good at hiding it when you're on that when you're in that situation your life becomes a lie yeah and you're very good at lying yeah you have an excuse for everything yeah. do you know what I mean you yeah. really do like and unfortunately like what happened then was like there was just so much you know and you know, because uh, it went on for about, we were together, I would say about six, seven years. Okay. And nobody knew. No, nobody knew. Nobody, nobody knew. knew what you were And that's through. sad, Rona. Yeah. It's really, really sad because like nobody puck up on the signs of it. Mm-hmm. And it just shows you that there's not that much out there to show people. Exactly. How to pick up on it. Yeah. Like, and I was becoming a shadow of myself. Maybe, maybe people did see that side of me because I was so bubbly and outgoing and I, um, you know, I was always the life and soul of a party and all, but that sort of stopped. Aye. It wasn't me anymore. You were really grieving the old Orla then? Oh, grieving. I, I you was, know, oh, you really was, were, do you know, and, and that's a love and grief in itself, that the fact that, you know, that you've now become a completely different person aye. because of the, you know, the hardships that you've had to go through. Aye, definitely. When it all came out, you know, it hit a lot of people hard because... Okay. A lot of people felt guilty that they didn't. They didn't, they didn't know pick your up on it. it yeah. You know, and the last there was it like the last time he done it to me was like he left me for dead. Mm-hmm. There was no hiding it anymore. No. I was black and blue from head to toe. I had black eyes, busted um, inside my eyes, everything. I couldn't walk. You know, I really thought I was going to die. It's I, I remember begging for my life that night, yeah. and. I still covered up for him. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like he, he was just so evil. Like he, he yeah. is the human form of evil. Yeah. And I've been with it. I've seen yeah. it, and yeah. it is actually out there. Yeah. And you know, 
I, I, I remember just being absolutely so scared and I because of my children yeah. my children are my life and yeah, I kept 100%. saying I remember the night that it happened we don't need to go on the everything about Not that particular night but yeah. you know he it started off and if it wasn't like uh, we were out that night and I caught it short we were out that night and we ended up back home at my house for a drink and our two friends was there and um he was being really aggressive that night and it was over certain fellas in the town and my friend poke up on it and she was like you know or I've never heard him speak like this before she says is he always like this here and mm-hmm. I says look he's grand no making up excuses for him like I, do, like I always did and um so they were ringing a taxi and she says look I'm going to ring you now whenever yeah you know whenever you whenever I go she says and you better answer the phone because I don't like the way he's speaking do you and I says I, I'll, I'll answer the phone no bother so um I was I they went and straight away he just turned and he was lying on the sofa and he says, get you up in stairs now. Yeah. And I went up the stairs and went to my bed and got changed. And sure enough, it's my best friend. She stuck to her gun and she Came phoned on. the phone. And I answered the phone. And whatever he thought he heard down the bottom of them stairs, he came up the stairs in this most fat rage, dragged me out of my bed by my two feet. And only she was still on the phone. The phone flew across the floor. Mm-hmm. And she heard everything. And he beat me from one room to the next room to the next room and he used to do cage fighting and MMA so he had choked me twice and I was unconscious and I remember waking up and she drove from Tam Nairn and the dairy to get me and she was banging the door down and I eventually had come back round to myself again he was still punching me he was punching my fist non-stop and she was banging the door down at the stage so that's how long this went on from Tam Nairn and the dairy for her to get me out and she was banging the door down when I came round and um, she was shouting, open the door, open the door. Um, uh, what have you done to her? What have you done to her? And eventually he went down mm-hmm. and um, he opened the door and she came in and she was no storm past him. And she came up and she basically had to left me, yeah. you know, downstairs and get me under the car and, and all the rest. And she tried to take me to my parents and I wouldn't let her take my parents. And she tried to take me to hospital and I wouldn't let her take me because it was just pure shame. Yeah, Rona. this is that. And right. I don't want my family to no. know that I was going through this because I'd had it for so long. And Aye, she for was so in many tears. years. Yeah. You know, she felt like she had to protect me. And she's like, nobody's ever, she, in her eyes, she was like, nobody's going to forgive me if I don't take you to these right places. How can I just ignore what just happened to you? And did you know the I mean? relationship end there and then? Or no, no. never ended you went there. back. I still keep him. And that's the sad thing about it. Like I stay when we, we this all happened in November mm-hmm. and we'd never, we never broke up to the January. Um, and I don't know, like, see, uh, see, he gave me one day of, of, um, like, are you okay? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sorry for uh, what I've done. done yeah. One day, Aye. one day I got a lot. And the next day it was, you better get over it. I'm not listening to this. Do I have to pay for this the rest of my days? Yeah. Am I going to have to listen to this? this off? I'm going to have to listen to this. I'm away. Mm-hmm. That's, I was so controlling. Mm-hmm. So, so controlling. That's the type of man that he was. Do you know what I mean? So in January, what made you say enough's enough? Well, we, he, he couldn't handle it. Okay. He could not handle it. And the only easier thing for me and him breaking up was he did work away a while at. Okay. So it wasn't that hard for us to finish. Do you know what no, I mean? No, And then one day he came to his, went, he went to his parents and that was that. We just broke up being at that. that. Um, so and I've can, never looked back. No, I never. So never you, ever looked back. Because no. at that point, you know, you, you've lost your marriage. Uh, you've lost your identity of mm-hmm. who you were. Do you uh, know, you've, you've lost your whole world. Uh, How did you, you know, find your self-identity again after that? 
you know what? Yourself worth. You want to see when you're in that relationship in narcissist, mm-hmm. you don't realise that you're losing your identity and you're out of it. Yeah. And it's everything doesn't happen until you're out of it. You, they have so much control over yeah. you that they control you to the extent where you don't know what to do about them. Mm-hmm. So that's why you don't you don't realise you're losing your identity. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. You don't know. <clears throat> I don't even know what way to explain it. You, you're so reliant on them. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They have so much control over everything and they have you convinced that you need them and so much so you don't know how to be on your own. Yeah. You know, so it's scary losing your identity. Yeah. It's so sad to lose your identity and trying to, you know... And Pack up in pieces I didn't again. Know, I didn't know who I was anymore. I no. genuinely... I didn't. I just no. didn't. I, I, I just was such a lost soul. Like, you but know. you did get the courage to say, do you know what? I'm done. Enough's enough. Enough's Aye. enough. It never, no, it was never, I never stopped. No. I never stopped. He still, even even after it, he would have been so hateful mm-hmm. on social media. He would have, you know, threats that he would have done. And to this day, he still does it. Mm-hmm. You know, I still hear stuff and, you know, and, and every new relationship that he's in, mm-hmm. he feels the need that he has to explain something about yeah. himself. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. But these that's what they do yeah. this is what they do they're controlling mm-hmm. they'll, they'll never change yeah you know that's the thing about narcissists yeah they have to have somebody they can't be in their own no they don't know how to be in their own yeah do you know what i mean they need, need a woman's attention yeah. and they need somebody they stay prey on yeah do you know there there's always somebody in the background for them 100 and their heads mm-hmm. most of them cheat mm-hmm. do you know what i mean they always cheat there's always somebody he was cheating on me too mm-hmm. you know what i mean and he was cheating on his wife before me as well that's it's just the type of man that they are do you know what mm-hmm. i mean so see when you got the courage and they go and say do you know this is this is a, this is enough now i can't take no more and break down of that how did you say to you know how did you say to your children we're not together no more and we're going to start a fresh start now i will see the fact that he wasn't the follower of the Emmons yes. was easier. Yes. Uh-huh. Because Ethan and my two oldest children, they they had a good relationship with their daddy. Yes. So it wasn't to say that they were missing out no. on him. No. So it was that was easy in that sense. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. And because he worked away from home, it used to be, okay, it's away working. Mm-hmm. It's away working. And it just got the stage in where I didn't really have to explain it. Yeah. They sort of caught on, Aye. you know, and it wasn't like, I would never sit down with my children and try and make anything formal with them because I always think that's more scary for me. A hundred percent. You know, if you're, be- you're just better to let things happen naturally. Aye, in a friendly way. Aye, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. in that sense. So because he worked away a lot, that's that's how it was easier in that sense. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Um, so how I, did you rebuild your life again? How did, how did, I know that, well, I even talk about your husband, Simon, now at this stage yet, but <laughs> how, how did you, I know like them, them months afterwards or it had to be really, really difficult. Um, do you know, do you, do you find your feet again? Aye. You need to have a good circle around you, Brona. Yeah. You really do. And I was thankful enough, like after it all came out and it makes you think, see the support that I had after it. it I got so much support. Um, I, it makes you think I should have said something mm. because of the support that I got. And yeah. you never think when you're in that relationship that you're going to get that support. Yeah. But I did. I got so much support after it. That's amazing. I, I really, really did. Like he, he just, even after it, like I just, I became, I was like under nine stone yeah. and you know, I, I was so skinny. I was so sick. I was mm-hmm. making myself so ill and I didn't even know what to do anymore. No. I just, I, I just, and I needed that support. I yeah. really, really needed support. And thankfully enough, I have a good circle of friends. Yeah. You know, to help me. Who supported you through it. Who supported me through it. So I just threw myself on the courses, after yeah. courses. And I done a lot of online stuff to sort of help me build up my confidence. Yeah. And 
there's so much so much stuff out there you know like mm. women's aid and um you did know, you reach out to them I never did you know no you never no, did no. I, but uh, I followed them yes and I I would have done a lot of stuff for their stuff online and all I felt like I couldn't no I still didn't believe what I was going through was domestic violence okay I didn't know I it took me a long time to realize what I was going through was yeah. domestic violence mm-hmm. I really did you yeah, know yeah I it's it's so hard to explain it it was just it's like you become immune yeah you know you, you're so used to it you become immune to it all and you just don't it's just the normal for somebody that's in that, re- that kind of relationship yeah and I it, I it's still to this day like I think back and it's like Jesus, I was in a domestic violence relationship, not yeah. knowing. You know, well, it's not just domestic violence, it's the emotional abuse. Yeah. See that alone, you can get over the scars and all heal. Uh, but see the emotional, emotional abuse. Thing. Yeah. That never leaves you. No. It tra- and even for new relationships, it's always going to be there. You're always comparing yourself to what he said to mm-hmm. And it just sticks in your head. You mm-hmm. know, am I not good enough? Like the stuff that he used to say to me, you know, look at you, you've got wings hanging off you, who's going to want you? And you really believe this. Yes. You really yeah. genuinely believe. Yeah. And then you don't know then, you don't, you don't know your worth. Yeah. You really genuinely don't know your own worth because you're just like, I'm not good enough. I'm mm-hmm. not good enough. And I do have children. And I hate even saying that because it's so degrading to women. Yes, it, it is. It's it so is. degrading it to is. women. Yeah. And they think that we have to have to think, oh, we, we can't be in a relationship because we have so much baggage behind yeah. us. Aye. And that's such a, not, not a nice no, way to be loving. Do you know what I mean? Because if it was all our way around to you as well, do you know, if it was a man and, and you know, vice versa. But so men don't, don't get treated like that. No, that's what I mean. You know, you don't yeah. want, like it's always the women get talk, talked about. The women are always, yeah. you know, targeted. Oh, yeah. she had a, no, she's had relationships. But sure, you have relationships. Yes. You have children with somebody yes. else. It's never, no. it's never spoke about like that. Mm-hmm. And it's just not right. And it has to change. Yeah. It 100%. does, it needs to change. Yeah. You know, it does. But, I. So, how did you get, so, at that stage, after you were trying to rebuild your life again and, and try to get everything back on track again, when did you meet Simon? Oh, God. <laughs> I knew Simon, you know. Okay. Um, my, our, both our, my, my best friend back in would have been Simon's friend. Yeah, Simon is Orda's husband, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's not Simon the cameraman. No. <laughs> <laughs> and uh so no do you know we we knew knew of each other yeah and the funny thing is about Simon is that Simon was going through his own grief and I was going through my grief at the same time okay what was and what was Simon going through Simon's partner died um of a brain tumor um just before he before we got together as well and it was actually around the same time my God. you know and that's that's not my story to tell that's his story to tell no but you know it just shows like you, you know, were both going through both a grief. going through a wild hard time together you, know, you were going through a loving grief and he, you know if you think back you probably don't think that now no. or even back then but you know you were going through a loving grief you were grieving the old order you Aye. were grieving this old old life you were grieving a and marriage I'm, that you thought this was going to be forever Aye. do you know what i mean i know and now and and then simon was grieving because of the loss of his partner Uh do you know at the same time i know and i'm sure he was thinking the same thing for me same thing as me that you know are we ever going to meet anybody else and like because to me i I was determined to be on my own i had it in my head that i was going to be on and i did have i I had had i went with a few people before simon and i'm sure he was the same before me before we actually started seeing each other Mm -hmm. but again you were just settling Mm -hmm. settling because Mm -hmm. it was easy Mm -hmm. and 
you know, you're again. But the fact that you were saying there that, you know, that, you know, you felt that, you know, this was that day I was going to be on my own. It actually, that shows you how much you've rebuilt yourself Aye. of how strong that you were about to oh, become. I know. Do you know what I mean? Aye. Like so many people, like see whenever, whenever we got together, um, people would praise Simon and they'd be like, oh, fair play to you for taking her on my wings. He hated that. Mm. And I hate it. Yeah. I, 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 that is the worst thing to say to people. Exactly. It is it's not nice no exactly it, children are blessings nobody should be saying that to anybody exactly oh, I agree you, you, you should be you should be honoured that he should be taking no he should be honoured he's yes. walking into a family exactly. a ready made family that yes. he is, he's got coming under so much love yeah. that he's going to get as well do you exactly. know what I mean a and magical he, home aye, and, yeah. he, and he would hit that you know he, he hit it when anybody ever said it to him and it used to make you feel so crap mm-hmm. when people used to say it yeah. you know everybody's talking about it behind your back going oh fair play to him he's taking her on and she's wings and she has all this history behind her and you know it's it's just not nice no at the end of the day you have to you know it's who you you and Simon wear together as people and no matter if you know if you've children or not that shouldn't be defined no it really shouldn't be but uh we met each other and um he I I always had a wee thing for him he always has Uh, a thing for me uh, and um he said he, he started stalking me on, on social media, on Facebook and stuff. Facebook, eh? Uh, uh, <laughs> Instagram wasn't as massive then. No, you know, I uh, met Berkey through Bebo, so it's all right. I see. <laughs> I, I remember Bebo too. Jesus. Um, Bebo, was not that the one you used to do the pun for the... Uh, for your the Blackberry. That's right. <laughs> and you used to put it up no, all the no, time. Aye. And I actually remember, because some of my memories still come up on Facebook, was saying, me putting up my Bebo pun. Uh, exactly. <laughs> or my Blackberry pun. Uh, they, they add people on Friends uh, and stuff. Dial up internet back in. Aye, I know. That's the way it was. But, um, no, so, you know, and the mad thing was, we, we, we went there, we went, he came along day one of my birthdays one year, and he, he he brought this speech up at our wedding. It was so funny, and um, he um, he, we all came back to my house for a drink. And I and my friend went out of my way to get me this cake for my birthday, and I was so delighted about it. And all but Simon being Simon, Simon's a gack, and he ruined my cake on the way. <laughs> and he tells everybody Aye. that I kicked him out of my house that night, and I didn't. No, but he does. He tells everybody I did kick him Aye. out of the house, Aye. and you know. So, so he'd sent me a message to apologise, uh, and that's where it started. Oh, it started. And then. when he sent me a message, I'll never forget him sending me a message and getting all these butterflies. Uh, you know, and I knew then, you know, there was just this wee kind of flirting just thing a connection with. there. Aye. So it just sort of kicked off from then. And so you found your happiness again? Aye. And whenever we, we went back to the same place a year later, mm-hmm. and we had our first snog here, uh, and it, uh, we never looked back. Oh, We've imagine. never looked back since that Did night. Did you find it hard, Orla, to, to trust again? Even oh, though God, that aye. you were so in love with Simon and stuff, but it took a while for you to trust. Aye. Because of what you had been through. Aye, definitely. It's, Jesus, bro, now I've been through some heartache. Yeah, I, I mean... I, I, it's, you couldn't, it's, it's just crazy. My, like I have, my, 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 my life could be put on the, a book yeah. or a story or a film. Do you know what I mean? And I was like, Jesus, for some, for one person, I, I kept saying to myself, I don't, I just don't want to go through anymore yeah. again. Yeah. How much heartache does one person have to go through? And yeah. like, I genuinely have been through so much. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And I'm getting worked up even Not saying it, but. All. He he definitely just he just completely changed my life. Yeah, yeah. He's so so supportive and he's yeah. the most loving man yeah. that you could ever wish for. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. For somebody what I've been through, you know what I mean? Yeah. Did he know about it? He did. Right. 
he he dad know about it because everybody knew about it. Yeah, you know it was on the newspapers, and so he knew your vulnerability. And uh, he knew, your, you he know, knew he me knew vulnerability, yeah. but he never ever would have been somebody. To, you know, bring it up and no. all the rest of it. It was always supportive of it. even like say like if we're having our arguments in the past and all the rest that he knew it where I was feeling was yeah. stemming from my past. Yeah. Like and like I would be so now I, t- I just don't take no shit. No, no. no I'm at the stage Aye. now where I'm a strong woman. I, I don't yeah. let anybody speak down to me. No. I don't let anybody think that they can walk over top of me. And no. the same when we first got the Gaylor assignment. So as soon as we had our first argument, I would have, the walls would have went straight up. Aye, exactly. And, yeah. and I was like, no, you're, you know, and he's like, he'd be like having the camera down and saying to me, or I'm not your past. Ah, exactly. I'm a completely Aye. different person. And Aye. I had to learn to stop comparing him to my past because. And, you know, just thinking that this is all going to kick off again sort of yeah. thing. It took me a long time to realise that, he, that, you got one that he's a guess. good person. Aye. And yeah. I, 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 at that, it, took, it took me for ages to realise that. Yeah. He was probably the same too. He probably had a lot of walls up because of his own grief. Yeah. You know, I didn't want to get hurt. And because obviously he's been through his own hurt as well. Yeah. You know, but, but I know I fell on my feet with Simon. Aye. I really did. And he came together. Do you know what we I mean? We came together. We supported each other, and I support him over his grief. You know, when all the rest it, and um, um, we're, we're we're a good team. Yeah, we're a really good team. Like, how many years did you used together? Too long. <laughs> <laughs> no, imagine me saying that now. Uh, <laughs> no, God love him. That's his son. <laughs> so he he inspired you and to go on to your nursing and follow your dreams. He did. And, yes, he did. I he always knew I wanted to be a nurse, and he says to me. Right, that's it. Let's go for it. Aye. And we knew it was going to be hard, Brona, yeah. on the means. And we knew it was going to be hard. Um, we getting sitters from me going placements and stuff I like got there. And it was. Yeah. Jesus, it was the hardest thing I've ever done in my yeah, life. Yeah. It really, really was. Mentally and physically with a family, I yeah. thought there was many times I needed three on the toil. I get that. See her on there, num- Siobhan. My mommy went back and did her, uh, her nursing at 45. No, was she, no, I think she qualified at 45, did she? Aye. And I think she went back and did it, or like, you know, her access course, and I think it was like, she was 42, 43. Aye. Um, but like uh, she was the same too. I remember her having notes all around the house too as well. And Aye. it was so hard. It was really difficult too as well. But my daddy, it was like Simon, he was very, very supportive of her just Aye. going on. And every tantrum that she threw, my daddy just Aye. took it in the chin. I'm sure, sure Simon was the same. Jesus. like, oh, she's going through an exam now in a couple of weeks or whatever. Aye. The the assignments and the exams, Jesus, they were so tough. And Aye. the deadlines, trying to meet them. Yeah. And in half the time you were doing them, sometimes you were on your placement. Yeah. And then coming home in, like, I never forget whenever I went for my very first placement, mm-hmm. I was fired on this six weeks of night shifts. Uh-huh. <laughs> and top of running the family. That was a shock to the system. system uh... And because my mentor at the time, she only ever done nights because of her own family. Mm-hmm. So, um, but I got used to it. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And it was sort of, uh, we got, we got on the routine. Yeah. We always just found her, eh? And we always adapted. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And, um, so like in a good way, the night shifts were my favourite because I was coming home and then getting them into the school and then I was able to go for sleep by the time they were getting, coming out of school, I was able to pack yeah. them up again. So it sort of worked in her favour a bit doing the night shifts. But, but then it just shows you from, you know, from what happened to you in your childhood and the, the heartache and the pain that you went through, do you know, through, you know, your past relationships with the domestic abuse and, you know, and physically and, and emotionally and everything that you went through and all that heartache and all that pain mm. that you 
got back up on your two feet again, mm-hmm. girl, and you said, you know what, <laughs> I am I am going to give a shot at this. And you found love again. You found Aye. happiness again. You rebuilded yourself. You found trust again. And Aye. you found your own self-worth and your own, your own identity. And the you have two choices, Brona. Yes. See, we think, see we, that kind of stuff, you can either let it destroy yes. or you can use it. And get back you can again. use your experience. Yeah. And it's good. I I want I I want to use my experience. Yeah. I want to empower women. Yeah. I want women to feel like you know they're not worthless. Yeah. They have so much, you know. There's so much in them that mm-hmm. needs to come out. Yeah. And just because you've children doesn't mean to say that you yeah. are limited. Yeah. And that you and there's no way to when you can start over again. Exactly. You can start over at forty, find yeah. love at fifty. Exactly. Start a new um thing that you really love at sixty. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You yeah. know, there's just there's, there's just no, no timing and anything. There's no timing. No. And I always think we whenever I met Simon was I wasn't looking for it. No. Whereas I felt before I met Simon, I think I was looking for it. Yes. When then I stopped looking for it, then it happened. If it just fell on it. It just yeah. fell on my yes. feet and, yeah. and, and we just found each other sort of yeah. thing. Do you know what I mean? But yeah. it's um It just shows that you found, you know, that hope and joy again through the heartache and the hardships that you went through. That's what it is. It's all about hope. You have to hold on to that hope. Do you know what I mean? What advice would you give to somebody who is going through right now a domestic violence relationship um, or afraid to leave that relationship? Do you know what, Brona, as I said before, right? You don't, it's so hard to say to somebody, I wouldn't be sitting here now and saying get out of it. No. Because it's not that easy. No. It's really not. And... People shouldn't be saying, oh, don't be going back, don't be going back. Because you just don't know. No, and they are going to go back. They yeah. are. And they will have, they have to find their own way. But I w- what I would say is that there is hope out there. And there's so, if you can reach out to one person, mm-hmm. just even one person, you know. And the, the, the most scariest time of any relationship is when you're leaving them. Yeah. That is the most dangerous time, mm-hmm. you know, especially if they're severely violent. And if you look up the statistics, most women that die is whenever they finish the relationship. You know, that's the scary part of it. It's so, so scary to leave because that is the hardest part. But especially with children, if you have children to these yeah. people, it's even yeah. harder again because mm-hmm. they just have that control and they have they have rights. Involvement with it, yeah. You know what I mean? But I would just say that there is help out there. There's so much support, you know, with Women's Aid and... Um, there's all our, there's all our support day and I there's 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 just so much out there that you you can look up, um secretly as well there's yeah. so much on there you know and you know as would you, know, you would you encourage anybody who even in our own hometown they come out and chat yourself if you know as somebody I've with, had as many as women reach out to me okay and I love that that's okay. what I this is the whole point to me doing what I'm doing is because I I really want to help people mm-hmm. do you know what I mean I want the because when I seen your post on Instagram the other day that's just uh, you know it it was absolutely shattering Aye. but at the same time too it was very empowering because it showed you your vulnerability it showed you the rawness the reality of Aye. what we're act- what actual woman and this town and throughout the world actually did way on a daily Aye. basis and you know you are the advocate you are the inspiration to people to say do you know what there is hope there Aye. there is joy and you can get out of that relationship Aye. don't believe in yourself in the dark no do you know what your past doesn't define your future it doesn't and so many people think that you know and People say to me, oh, you're so strong, or you're so strong. I am, Brona, but yes. I had to be strong. And that's a true saying, what they say behind every strong woman. There's a story, it made her. Exactly. You know, you had no choice. You had no choice but to get up and do it. Otherwise, you could have just crumbled. And it, just, it can destroy you. Yes. It can't. And thank God for Simon. Like, he's yeah. 
like I do have my bad days still. Yeah, you know, 100%. I had a, I had to go to counselling. You know, I've taken overdose. Yes, I've done. You know, I, I've I've been in them really dark, dark places mm-hmm. that I never want to be again. Yeah, and I do still have my days where I would have to go up to the doctors and say to the doctors, yes. like I'm, I'm not having a good time. Yeah, you know, I need help. Yeah, I've been on medications. I've been on loads of stuff, but that's not your future. No, hundred percent. You can get out of it. But it's good that you can acknowledge that, and you know now Aye. that you know if you're having a bad time or whatever that you can reach out to your doctors or you know that there's support Aye. there and Aye. do you know because at the end of the day you're only human Orla Aye. do you know what I mean we're, we we're need all... to train women up we need yeah. to train more people up they spot domestic violence as well yes and people don't understand it and you know there's a new thing brought on the place it's called Claire's Law okay and um there's one Claire's Law and there's one Sarah's Law and Claire's Law is one for um it's called after this gear Claire who died okay. um from domestic violence and she died 10 months I think it was 10 months after the relationship was over. So as I said, it's always more dangerous whenever the relationship's over. Okay. But it came on the place and now it's a law that... So if you have a feeling about your partner, you can actually phone the police and see if they have any kind of history of domestic violence, which is a brilliant law. That's fantastic. And they've brought it on now to Northern Ireland, but I don't know they've adapted it in some ways. I don't know if it's the full law, but it has been brought on the Northern Ireland as well. And then there's the sexual abuse one as well. Yeah. So that's called the Sarah's Law, and mm-hmm. that's a kind of similar. But um, so you can contact the police to see if you, and it's not even just brought on for you being the, the person that's going with this person. Yes. Say you're my friend and you yeah. have an you have a feeling yeah. that your your friend's going through domestic abuse. You, you have a right you. to phone up as well. That's brilliant. And see about it. And I just think it's amazing because we need to move forward. Exactly. And, and especially with lockdown, the many women that was killed yes. over lockdown. Can you imagine the fear of when done some of them women oh, being locked in the house? No. A way uh, an abusive partner. Same for children. Yeah, we be in there every single day with our abusers. I could, like, and I this is I go to bed thinking about this no, kind of stuff. It's yeah. mad what it does to me. Yeah, and when I see it in the news, like it just eats me up. Aye. You know, in that kind of a way. But would these you be are triggered with that? Triggered. Oh, triggered. I would be. Eva Simon said to me, Orla, you can't help everybody. No, no. It's not your problem. Yeah, yeah. And I'd be like, I know, but it's really affected me. Mm-hmm. You know, and see, whenever I had the wings. And me and Simon would have a baby. I would say, I'd be changing her nappy and doing stuff and I'd be all like this here. I don't know how anybody could hurt a baby. And he goes, why do you always say that? Uh, I, see, when I'm even dealing with the reins, mm-hmm. I'd be all, I don't know how anybody could hurt a wee baby. Mm-hmm. You know, and he's all, oh, you're forever saying that. Yeah. That's the kind of stuff that goes on in my head. But that's you know, because of what happened to you in your aye, past too. Aye, Definitely. But as I say, it's like uh, uh, there's 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 hope out there. Yeah. There really is. And, you know, there's light at the end of the tunnel and as it says, most of them don't realise they're going through domestic violence until they're out of it. So yeah. if anything that I've said in this podcast that, that sort of rings alarm bells and says, you know what, that I'm, that's happened to me because yeah. as it says, it's not all physical. No. Most of it's emotional no. abuse as well. It and could that's be taxes, do you know? Money as well. Money. See, once you start letting a man to control your money, if you're on that kind of relationship, that's it. Okay. You yeah. know, you're, it's, it's fearful. Mm-hmm. It's so, you're, you're more, you're fear to leave. You don't know how to move on. Yeah. You know, but there is, there's definitely a lot of help out there. And as I says, they can reach out to me and I'll put them on the right people. You know, Aye. and I'll, I'm more than happy to help. So Orla, what's happening next? What's what's <laughs> next in the pipeline? Oh, cheekers. I don't know. I really, really don't know. Um, there's a lot, there's a good, there's a couple of wee things going on in the background. Aye. 
uh, becoming become going through what I've went through has opened a lot of doors for me. Yes. And obviously becoming a nurse has opened a lot of doors for me. And I've been approached for a few different things. Aye. So we'll see. We'll Brilliant. see where it goes. So this is not the end. Orla, you are you are <laughs> on the way now to, you know, and as you said, you're always going to be that voice for a woman too as well. I am. I'm I Anybody follows you knows that. Oh, cheek. See you when know. it comes to domestic finance awareness month, yeah. I don't care who I have fan anymore. Yeah. I obviously have to be professional in the way I do it because of me being a nurse. Yes. And I have to be careful in what I say. Yes. Because it could fall back on me. So there's so, like, sometimes I'd be really angry and I'd be yeah. like, want the event and yeah. I can't. No. You know, so I have to say it in so, so many ways that I don't. But get, the fact that you still get it out there. Get it out there. No matter what Aye. way it is, you know, Aye. that you're still getting it out there. You're still raising awareness. You know, you're still telling people that, you know, this is my truth. This is Aye. what I've went through. Aye. You know, even though I've went through the, the loss and the grieving process of that. But there is hope there. And, There's a lot of hope. You know, and it's about, you know, when you've rebuilt your life at, you know, you you are the advocate for that, you know. Aye. Aye, definitely. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> You're probably fucking Bruno, come on. <laughs> no, I but do I know that sometimes like I, Do you think sometimes too as well that you know do you ever just think like Jesus, this is my life? Do you know I, I, I can't believe what I've actually all went through? All the time. I do you sometimes at Hutchie, like some people say to me all the time, Oh, you're a powerful woman. I don't see it like that. No. I see a lot of trauma. Like, I've been through a lot, a lot of trauma. Do you know what I mean? So I don't see... Mis- like, I just... I had no choice. I get that too. Do you Aye. know, I get that. I, I get that when people... You know, you know the trauma, the crippling trauma that I've been through in the mm. past seven years now... Um, you know, people saying, oh, you know, it's, uh, you know, I don't know how you get out of the bed in the morning and Aye. it's great that you're getting up and blah, blah, blah. I have no other choice. Ah, you don't. I have two Aye. bats of Wayans who need their mammy. Exactly. And they need to see me go from strength to strength, no matter if I'm in the gutter, Aye. no matter if I'm on a really dark, dark day, Aye. I will still put get on up. my best fake face. I'll put the mask on for mm. them couple hours that we have during the day Aye. and I'll take it off again at night time. Do Aye. you know, but I, you know, I'm the same. Yeah. I, I like I, I have my bad days and my good days and you know, more good than bad these days, which yeah. thankfully I can say that. But there's days you just be you know, there's just something that'll trigger it. Yeah. You'll have that wee thing that'll just trigger it and you just be like so down. Yeah. And even getting up that day and wanting to do your washing and you you do take a wee yeah. a wee form of depression that day because you just don't even want to do your washing and you're cleaning and all and then the next day you'll get up and you'll be like a new woman again. Yeah. And yeah. that's just that's, that's just like, that becomes a norm. Mm-hmm. And um but I don't think that'll ever go away. No. I really, really don't. No. It's you just have to put on a brave fist and yeah. and get on with it and people People, it's my. I, I do believe generally it's my children give me my strength. Uh, definitely, I agree. I'm a hundred percent. Like I could not keep going on this earth without them. I really genuinely can't. Like no. your really, children give you life. Like you, they do. You're here for them, and you know what I mean. But uh, they bring so much brightness back to your life again, and especially with the hardships that you've went through. Do you know? Um, but Orla, honest to God, you know, listening to your story earlier now and what you've been through and everything else like you're just incredible you oh, really are you you're such much. a strong woman Aye. for what you've been through and we're only hearing a snap of your life do you know what i mean mm-hmm. there's obviously a lot more in greater greater detail mm-hmm. and the, the, there's a lot more trauma and everything else that you, with, which you've went through but you know what you've, you've shared with us mm-hmm. on the podcast is just amazing like Aye, you should be you so so proud of yourself no i am i am definitely proud i am proud like for 
keep him where I am and yeah. following what I wanted to do. Yes. You know, isn't that? I wouldn't ever have done it without Simon. No. You know, he, he deserves a lot of credit too because uh, he has to listen to me. Uh, <laughs> Simon's a man, hey? Simon is a man. He's a dote. Uh, I swear to God, he uh, is. He's the, the best thing in uh, the world. And we're best friends. Like, uh, you know, we yeah. are. We... Uh, yeah, see, if you've seen the two of us together, you'll you could just you laugh at us. We're two gags. But that's amazing that you have uh, had that. Uh, and do you know what, Orla? You've had your fairy tale ending. I've had my fairy tale ending, and I'm so thankful. He's uh, at us too. Uh, you know, definitely. amazing. Orla, thank you so so <laughs> thank much. You for you're having absolutely me. amazing. Thank you. For thank having you. Me. <laughs>